Welcome to a podcast designed to bring biblical encouragement to your weary soul. We are so glad you're listening, and we pray God blesses you and strengthens you in your walk with Him. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is brought to you by the cooperative efforts of Sweet Sela Ministries and Word Radio. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. This is episode 103, The Uniqueness of Goodness. We're examining the fruit of the Spirit one fruit at a time. Sharon, what makes goodness so unique? Okay, well, I actually think goodness is the hardest of the fruit to define, Nicole. Hmm. It's, it's tricky because the Bible makes it clear that only God is truly good, for mm. starters. And what is good anyway? How is it uniquely different from love and joy and kindness and patience? They're all good, too. So... This is what I think. I think goodness is an inner state of rightness with God that exhibits itself in countless ways and actions. But it's unique in that, like with the other fruits, like patience, I can act patiently even if I don't feel patient. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I do that with children sometimes when they were little. I, I was aggravated because they were slow, but I acted patiently on the outside yeah. so that I was nice to them. Huh which inwardly I wasn't so much. I'd be like, hurry up. I don't think you can do that with goodness. Mm. I don't think you can act goodness without being good. I feel like that is, it's innately part of who you are. And we either are inwardly right with God or we're not. Mm. So that's what I think is unique about it. And it's why it was tricky trying to um, work on a podcast about it. Yeah. You know, but here we are. So, well, let's start with the dictionary, now that you've heard my sort of fumbling (laughs) attempts at describing it. Tell me what the definition of goodness is from that perspective. Yeah, so dictionary.com says the quality, it is the quality of being morally good or virtuous, or the quality or state of being good. And it said kind, kindly feeling. So, okay. Yeah, <laughs> kind right. of goodness blossoms into feeling kindly. Um, the Greek word means uprightness of heart and life. So I looked up the word good also, and here's what I found. Um, that which is morally right, righteousness. Goodness equals kindness. So as far as our inward goodness, I think sometimes we can pretend to be good a little bit, but I don't think it it's as sustainable to fake, you know, like you can fake patience for a little bit because at some point our hearts will be revealed and with it, our motives. So if we're not good with God, we really can't fake goodness for long. (laughs) No, we cannot. No. No. And then I looked, um, Bible tools, um, biblestudytools.com says it so well. They said, goodness in man is not a mere passive quality, but the deliberate preference of right to wrong. The firm and persistent resistance of all moral evil and the choosing and following of all moral good. So, wow, we will not just stumble on goodness, will we? <laughs> no, we will not. No, it is yet again another fruit we really need God's help on. Um, it reminds me of the verse, um, Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. I only know it in the King James Version. But the I have verses <laughs> like that where it's I can't. King James only because yes. that's what I memorized. Yeah. I can't relearn it in a new version, but the version is, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord. So God knows we can't do this, and he's here to help us find that goodness with him. Absolutely. It's very encouraging. Yes, it is. <laughs> and if God alone is good, yes. the only way we have it within us is God within us helping us. Mm, so. so true. Well, let's look at some Bible verses that talk about goodness, and maybe that will continue to flesh out this, um, this, this Christian like. character trait. So 
Um, I'll start with Jeremiah 6, 16. This is what the Lord says. And notice all the action words here. I was having so much fun with the verbs. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to emphasize verbs as I read it. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. But you said, we will not walk in it. Oh my goodness, that's such a sad ending to such a really good verse. <laughs> it is. Oh, we will not walk in it. <laughs> I know it, yes. And yet, here, step by step, Jeremiah tells us how to find the good way. First, mm. we stand. We're at that crossroads. Just stop. Mm. I'm so big about stopping. You know I am. So, the stop, the sila. Yes. The, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a crossroads here. I need to stop. Mm. And then look and ask for the ancient. Why do you think the ancient paths? Look the for the well, ancient ones. Hmm, it's fascinating. Well, maybe the new ones were built toward like a newer thing that wasn't established or didn't have good rules yet. You know, the old ones were true and trusting. You knew they were clear and Tried safe. Tried and true. Yeah. Exactly. It would lead you to where yeah. you needed to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Plus, ancient, I mean, God's truth has not changed. Yeah. When we try to make up new things. Doesn't always work no, so good. <laughs> no, his truth is his truth. Yeah. Ask where the good way is. And then when we find it, we walk in it. And that gives us rest wow. for our souls, which is the most beautiful thing. So part of goodness is being still. We get good by <laughs> being still <laughs> and soaking in the Lord, which is why I adore Sela times. Mm, and I, I know, know you do too. Yes. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about Sela times, and then I'll tell you a little bit about Sela times, because I think this is important, that we don't just have short times with God, yeah. but we have occasional long times with God. They're really different, the short versus the long times mm-hmm, with God. Mm-hmm. This verse is so simple but not easy. You know, you see very clearly, stand, look, ask, and walk, and then you find rest. But it's the doing part that's so hard sometimes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I have not had a sila time in a long time, like a, a full-out day with God, and it really shows in my life, you know? I feel that tight ball of hurry that kind of builds up in my chest, and you get that feeling again of like, oh, I'm a hamster on a wheel, trying to do more faster to catch up or to get ahead. And that deep soul rest, you know, that calm that comes from just sitting in stillness with the one who can see you to your innermost self, you know, and just having that loving God that knows truly who I am, and he still loves me. He sees, like, all the yucky stuff, and he still loves me, you know. There's nothing like being in that place in your heart and mind. Um, and, you know, for me, it's it takes me a long time to process and deal with things right as they, they happen. So I put it in a box labeled, I'll deal with that later. You put it in a box. Just, you That's know, cute. I just, I don't yeah. have time for those yeah. emotions. We'll deal with them later. But seal of times with God, I get to sit, still my mind, still my body, and kind of unpack some of those things that have been stored up. And then yes. there's this peace and stillness. Yes. And that basking in his love. And I always come back so refreshed and ready to do things. And I, I'm a better me. Yeah. And I work better. Mm-hmm. But there's still that block of like, oh, but if I stop, will I get more behind? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always kind of wrestling with that. And when mm-hmm. I do it, I'm like, I should have done this earlier. It's always good. But yeah. getting to yeah. that point. It's, it's so hard. It's so tough. No, <laughs> It shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the enemy fights against us being still. 
Yeah. He wants to keep us just on the hamster wheel. And and yes, it is counterintuitive that taking <laughs> a day off will help you work better. It does feel that way, doesn't it? But there's there's so much science now that backs that rest mm-hmm. does make us better. It, work d- it better. makes us more effective. Yes. We we run the hamster wheel less and less effectively unless mm-hmm. we get that rest. Yeah. So I still, I mean, I do one every month. Mm. Granted, I don't have four children <laughs> and a puppy business. So yeah, it's a little easier for me. But um, I still, even then, I'm leaving work undone. And, yeah. and for the work ethic, the American work ethic, oh, sure. that's hard. Yeah. That is always hard. <laughs> but, but when I you know, break away and just say to myself, Sharon, the universe will run without you for a day. <laughs> surprise, surprise. You're not as essential as you think you are. You Gosh. may go away for the day. Yep. Yeah. Don't we think that, yeah. though? Like, oh, yeah, everything yeah. will fall apart without me and exactly. control. <laughs> I know it. I have to be there. So um, lately for my SELA days, um, I've been doing Christian um, biography or autobiography. Oh, fun. For a long time, I was reading non-Christian books and the Bible, of yeah. course, and, and praying. And, um, and that, that's been wonderful and rich. And, but my mind is um, tired, I think, mm. by the time I get to a SELA day. And Dr. Sondra Dalton-Smith... Yes. who is going to be one of our speakers at the retreat, wrote a book called Sacred Rest and the mm. Body's Seven Needs for Rest. One of her seven needs for rest is a mental rest. Oh. And I really, I feel like I needed permission on my SELA days to not do the intellectual thing. Yes. For some reason, I associated a SELA day with deep study of the root words, you know, in the Bible, <laughs> the Greek, the Strong's the Hebrew, Concordance, right? <laughs> right? Um, and that's fine. But, it is. But yeah, lately, but what still. God's been leading me to is, um, is reading biography and wow. learning from the lives of saints that mm. have gone before me. I'm reading, have you ever heard of Patricia St. John? No. She's written a lot of children's books like Treasures of the Snow, wonderful book you need to get it for your girls (laughs) Um, and she was a missionary for years and years and years in I think Morocco Um, now I can't remember the name of the place but (laughs) she she ministered with very little results wow but she gave her life to it and uh, a few came to know Jesus Mm. and uh, by the end of her life you know people were witnessing to what she had done that she didn't even see herself and it's her autobiography and Nicole on every page I'm renewed by um, the dedication of this woman it is Mm. it's just what I need for the season right you know oh that's so So, it's so good so Sila days basically are just setting aside three to six hours. It's not like you take 24. I mean, if you can, go for it. I know. Hey. Right? (laughs) That'd be amazing. um, I usually take five to six, um, and I take the best hours of the day, like nine to three or, you know, eight to two. um, And it's God's time. It's just Mm. offered up to him. And so I try not to have a a, a, a set agenda right, right. because I want to be free to, you know, read a passage in the word, um, be intensely praying for somebody mm. that's sick, yes. whatever God tells me. Yeah. Um, sometimes I nap, which is always refreshing that's in the middle so of it. Fun. So fun. Be allowed to take a nap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And sometimes I just take a walk and mm. admire nature. Um, mm. God shows me each time. Yeah. But you know how you're talking about the, the tight ball? Yes. That, yeah. He unravels it. He does. And, in and just at the four end to five of it, hours. <laughs> it really, it, it's really different. 
Yeah. You come home different and you come home more able mm. to to get back into the fray. So anyways, cutting a long story, well, it's already long, shorter <laughs> than it could be. Love we love Sila time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you need it. We need it. We, we need, need to do it. it. <laughs> yes. All right. So the next passage of scripture is advice from Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 2 verse 9 says, then you will understand what is right and just and fair. Every good path. So to understand the good path, we need to go back to verse 1 and read it in context. So Sharon, why don't you start with verse 1, and let's read it back and forth, and then we'll discuss each verse to kind of really unpack this wisdom. (laughs) Yes. All right, let's do it. All right, verse 1, and this is leading up to the good path. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you. So turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding. And if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. Hmm. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. (laughs) For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. All right. So here's the instructions. First of all, I've got to accept the words. I've got to accept that God's words are truth. Mm. And then I've got to store them up. I've got to know them, which is a quiet time, basically. That's verse one. Right. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Verse two, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. So storing them up, but also being willing to listen to wisdom. Are we open to it? Is our heart willing to receive that? Applying your heart to understanding. Mm -hmm. And part of a good quiet time is saying, help me listen. So that we actually get something out of reading the Bible. Indeed, we're getting louder now. (laughs) If you call out for insight and cry aloud. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now he's saying, this is important enough that you need to cry out for it. Yeah. This is no small thing to find that good path. Find that passion for it. Really reach out. Oh, good. And if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure. So again, that passion and drive that this is important enough to set aside my daily activities and look for that treasure. My, my kindergartner just did a play about this. It was so cute oh, at really? school about searching for the hidden treasure. They each had a little thing about, they had a, a thing they all took turns speaking. Yeah. And they were talking about how God was the, the best treasure of all. Aww. But how this man had sold everything he had with this treasure map to buy this treasure map and go find the treasure. And he finally got there and it was the best thing ever. And it talked Yay. about how Jesus is our treasure. But that's so cute. That's awesome. <laughs> and the everything. kids are learning it so yeah. early. I love that. That Jesus is a treasure we really yeah. should put aside and everything else. With everything in us. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so then if we do all these things, we will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. So mm. here's part of our reward. Understanding. Yeah. Knowing God. And that's a gift. Yes. <laughs> For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So this has to come from God. We can't just sit there and think up on our own how we're going to do this. What's the right path? Or listen to people that are not following God closely. True. Or we're going to get ourselves in trouble. Yeah. We need to make sure it's coming from God. Because he's the one who holds success in store for the upright. Mm. He's the shield for those whose walk is blameless. Mm. It's only in him. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then this one kind of piggybacks off that, but for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. I just love that. I when we're too. seeking him, looking yes. for him as a treasure and walking in his way, he's going to protect us yep. and make sure that we stay on yeah. that path if we're close to him. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. What a that's, good promise. That's where his protection is, is on that path. Yeah. Not so much when we're wandering off into the brambles, You're right? right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then... Here's our key verse. You will understand what is right and just and fair. Every good path. All this Mm -hmm. looking, seeking, being with God ends up with us finding the good path. Hmm. Yeah, we should be. Yes. (laughs) And the last verse, for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Like at this point, it's all kind of settling into your heart, becoming part of who you are, that wisdom, you know? And then it's something that you enjoy Sometimes it's like, oh, reading my Bible. But the more you do it, the more you long for it. You should The more do. your appetite Absolutely. gets bigger for it. Oh, neat. Well, the next is, um, verse is from Ephesians 5, verses 8 and 9. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the mm-hmm. Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. The mm. fruit of the light is goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Don't, oh, listen to me. Oh my goodness. It's oh my goodness. goodness. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so the uniqueness of goodness is that's that's where the light comes from, and out of goodness comes the kindness that that's gets associated really cool, with all it? this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Goodness really is an intrinsic thing, really, to bring about those other fruits in the light. It I is. like that. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's also a matter of integrity. It starts inside yeah. you. And integrity is when you're the same inside and out. Right. I used to joke that at the Moms and Prayer Getaways I went to with the other state coordinators, yeah. not only did no one say anything negative to me all week, they didn't think it. <laughs> I mean, they just all seemed, I mean, maybe they did, right? But it seemed like there was a week of integrity where yeah. our insides and outsides oh. were just aligned wow. with the goodness of God. That's really, really special. Really beautiful, beautiful time. <laughs> That's awesome. No one even thought. Oh, man. <laughs> so, all right, let's conclude this section with two more passages from Ephesians, Nicole. Mm. Both urge us to be like God, the only one who is good inside and out. So mm. why don't you read Ephesians 4, 22 to 24? All right. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So there we have the old sin nature does not have God within it. You mm. can't be good. And then we're putting on that new self, new thoughts, new attitudes. Mm. And that's when we, we have the goodness because it's that's His. Yeah. And Ephesians 5, I love verse 1. Imitate God. I mean, we could just stop there. Yeah. Just, just be like God, right? <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Mm. Live a life of love, like That's Jesus. So nice. yeah. Imitate God. Isn't that beautiful? It is. It reminds me that imitate God because you are his dear children. I just think of our little kiddos, you know, and you're getting ready and they're beside you trying to fake put on makeup or do their hair. Although they follow daddy out in the yard and they'll be raking next to dad and making a terrible mess and not doing it well. But they're trying. They're imitating mom and dad. Mm -hmm. They're imitating us Mm -hmm. because they're our dear children. They love us and we love them. And so taking that to my relationship with God that I know I'm not going to rake a nice pile of leaves behind him. (laughs) 
right. or be as good as I should at the first try, but to continually seek to imitate him. I love that. That's exactly. where I need to be. And yeah. it pleases him when we rake leaves beside I him. I know. Right? <laughs> it does. Even if it's a yucky little funny right. pile, he, right. still, We're he trying. still loves us. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. so he's so gentle in uh-huh. his teaching of us. He is so gentle. I'm so thankful for that. Mm. I really, really am. And we need it. We need to be with him so we can reflect him so that we can have that light in us. Goodness comes from God alone. Mm. We can't fake it for long. You're right. I feel like (laughs) goodness really is an inner integrity of ourselves. So, all right. So now we're going to talk about application. Mm. We're going to look at how we (laughs) utilize that fruit of goodness in our relationships with God, with family, with Christians and others. Nicole, you're up first. How do we do goodness with God. Mm, I know. I told you, this is, to me, this is the <laughs> this hardest is attribute to think about. <laughs> I was thinking <clears throat> to, in my quiet time, in my sila times with him, to be honest, it's kind of a good start. Yeah. He already knows our hearts. He knows uh-huh. where we're at. But if we can be honest about our need for him and where we're struggling, I think he can start a good work in us and bring out true goodness from him. If we're honest where we're at. So if we're like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm doing good. I'm I'm doing good works. We're not yes. going to be able to be Here I am, your him. faithful servant. Yes, sitting to do my devotion. Did devotions. you notice what I did yesterday? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, but I think we can let, um, I don't know, like self-denial kind of get in the way of, yeah. God, I'm not good. I need you. My I goodness, my, my you. good works are nothing mm-hmm. if it's not for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So just that admitting yeah. like, I need you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I landed on exactly the same thing. Oh, yeah. You can't lie <laughs> to God. Yeah. You need to come and confess sin. You need to yes. say, you saw my my attitude yesterday, yes. Lord. <laughs> I'm making out patience. <laughs> I might have hid it from everybody else, but you saw it. And yeah. we need to work on this, Father, because I don't want to just be nice on the outside. Right. I really would, I would really want to inside want to be nice. Can we, can we get past... That, uh, you know, the acting good to the being good. Yeah. <laughs> Just give the head to that. So, and I think that pleases God. Yeah. And we're like, help me, help me, help me. Mm. And, and the nice thing about confession is he washes you clean and then you are good. That's what's oh, so that's stunning true. about it. That's so fun. We can always be good. Yeah. Not because we are, but because we confess and he gives us, he clothes us, he puts on his righteousness on us. Mm. We don't ever have to stay messy. It might need a lot of confessing, Mm -hmm. but he's he's up for that. He's the one that said, how many times should you forgive? Oh, 70 times 7 every day. He never gets tired of forgiving us. Mm. I can't get over that because I get tired of forgiving. I know. I do too. And I think that's why we stay away from him sometimes because it's so embarrassing. Yep. I'm back here again. Yeah. Here I am again. (laughs) Surely you're as sick of this as I am. Right. And he's just like, I'm so glad you came. Mm. Let's wash you clean. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. Let's start again. Oh, isn't that wonderful? So that's God. <laughs> Pretty good. So I'll that start with family, and then, um, then you can do family with goodness. <laughs> well, I think with family, my family right now, my immediate family is Ray. Yeah. And if you want to count Bella, <laughs> the dog. So um, I think living honestly mm. with Ray, being me with yeah. Ray. And you know, this is <laughs> so silly, but um, we like walking every day. 
Yeah. But the other day, it was so cold again, and it's offensive when it's cold this yes. time of year. <laughs> so Ray said, why don't we dance instead? Because what? Ray has made playlists. Nicole, I am not kidding you. I can't picture him. <laughs> we have. I know. Does Ray not look like not a dancer? No. So he has a 1950s, oh, you know, fine. then a 60s, a 70s, an 80s, and a 90s. So we chose the 1960s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we could... I, nobody should ever see us do this. <laughs> we look ridiculous. But we dance three fast dances and one slow dance, and oh. we just let loose. That's so Because fun. I've been married to him for 43 years, and I can live with integrity mm-hmm. with Ray. I can just be me. Oh. So we boogie along, and then we do a slow dance together, and it's so good. <laughs> so cute, <Sharon>. All because... <laughs> It was really fun. I'm like, we should, we should do the dancing thing more often. We used to do it during COVID. Oh, that's so, a good idea. And, but he still had the playlist, so we did it again. So anyways, the whole point is how wonderful that um, we can be ourselves with our family. Yeah. I would not mm-hmm. dance like that in front of you, even right. though I love you and you're my friend. Right. You know, but I can in front of Ray. And oh. it's, it's just the sweetest thing. So that's yes. a silly example. But I in all that. ways... Um, my goodness should be uh, internal yes. um, and, and honest with Ray so mm. that what, I, what comes out of me is, is a wealth of wanting to, him to be good and right. wanting to do good for oh, him. That's so, so good. So that was, that was <laughs> mine. How about you? Uh, kind of similar again. I, I put being kind and honest. That honesty, I think, is so important in that goodness yeah, journey. Is. But, you know, thinking of... Being the mother and the family and I have all the kiddos right now, kind of thinking about their good over my own and then making sure that I'm right and godly because I'm making a lot of decisions for them at this yeah. point in their life. So and they watch. They do. It's so sad. Yeah. It's one of the hardest things about teenagers because um, when they're little, they just kind of blindly Blind. oh, think yeah. you're great. It's they keep saying, you're the best mom ever. You're oh, never angry. Yeah. I'm like, are you, what? <laughs> How are you missing <laughs> How this? How did you miss yesterday's yes. blow up? <laughs> yeah. Well, when they're teens, they stop missing it. Mm. And so it's a humbling thing, but it can be a really healthy thing, Yeah, you know, to, to go, wow. You're noticing my flaws. Mm. I was trying to hide them from you. <laughs> All right. So let's now let's work honesty. on them together. Yeah. And then the honesty comes. Thank you for showing me that. Right. Which right. the original, the, the, the initial response and the one I often did, which I should not have done with my teens was, don't you be rude to me. Yeah. But Tell you know, sometimes it. it needs to be thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I was sharp with you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Mary one time said, you know, when I get to your age, I surely hope I'm more mature than you are. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that didn't go over well. I can't imagine it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she was right at that moment. Yeah. And if I'd had more maturity, <laughs> I would have said, you know, I hope you are too. Yeah. I'm really sorry that I let you down with that comment. I am right. so not perfect. Will you pray with me? Oof, yeah. This is where we have to get to. But we're so used to when our kids are young being the hero, right? It's really hard not to be the hero, but it's a hard but it can be good because yeah. then you work with them on your own character while you're working on theirs. Mm. So, anyways, little non-solicited advice there. I was going to say it's coming up soon. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I forget whose turn it is to go first for Christians. Um, I think. Oh, you went first for family, so I'll go okay, first. For Christians. Okay, sure. So, um, I kind of feel similar to my family response, but um, being honest and open where we are, and I think more of making sure that I'm walking in goodness. But I don't affect the body of Christ in a negative way. So, if I'm miserable and not yes. close to God, it's going to affect where I'm serving in church and my attitude. It and, is. You know, because we are a body. So, yeah. if one of us is 
having struggles. You're right. You got to kind of help that person in struggle. So if I'm always struggling because I'm not spending time with God, I don't have uh-huh. that goodness coming out. If I'm being a troublemaker, yeah. that can be a real... It can be a real downer. It can. <laughs> and then they have to practice all this grace on right. you. <laughs> Which probably might be good for them, but... <laughs> We'd rather not be the sandpaper yes. in their lives. I don't want to be like the bum toe dragging along right. the body of Christ. So right. just kind of making sure, again, you know, our actions affect so many other people. They do. More than we know and want to yeah. admit some days. Yeah, I agree. So just making sure that my heart's right with him. Yeah, I agree. And I thought, too, that if we're imitators of God in goodness, yeah. we're for them. We cheer them on. We're oh. not, like, jealous when they get something we don't. Yeah. We're just genuinely happy for them. That's a nice thing. And yeah. God... God is such an encourager. I want to be an encourager, mm. you know, and a quick forgiver. Yes. Like God is. All mm-hmm. those things. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's good. So how about non-Christians? Well, um, it's still just being good. Mm. Um, sometimes that can mean um, not allowing somebody to be talked badly about. Yeah. Although that can happen with Christians too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but defending them, making sure that we stand up for the person that is being maligned in some way. Yeah. Um, one of the most irritating goodnesses for me um, <laughs> is, and it happens way too frequently. <laughs> no. <laughs> I tend to, when I'm shopping, yeah. put things all over the cart, including the part where the baby sits, yeah. and then put my coat over it. Oh. <laughs> I have, this is confession time, several times gone out of a Walmart or a Hannaford's not having paid <laughs> for what's underneath my coat. <laughs> and you get to the car and you're in a hurry and yes. you're like, I didn't pay for this $2 item. Well, right. back in, the pack woman. The butter, yep, yep. Back in, you yep. go in and you pay for it and yep. you wait in line again, you confess to the cashier. Yes, you know? and they look at you like you're crazy because right. you're paying for your two, well, back then it was $1.50 eggs. Now it's quite a thing to pay for your <laughs> Mine was always eggs. I'd stick it underneath the baby carrier. Oh, so you had that too. Oh, several yeah. times. I've yeah. walked out and there's a carton of eggs right there. And I go, oh, and I bring the baby back inside yep. with the eggs. And I yep. need to pay for these. <laughs> yep, yep. But that's goodness. Yeah. That's goodness. And it's an odd thing. Yeah. My thought was, I think that goodness is one of those fruits that stands out more than others in the world mm-hmm. because it really does set us apart as different yes because we're making a stand for what is right when we're over what's convenient goodness. or yes, what, what is, is cultural easy. yeah right. like it would have right. been so much easier to pack up that crying baby and take that carton of eggs with me exactly and it really wouldn't have hurted much for the 48 cents it was back then but <laughs> the thing is when we stand for goodness we really do stand out to the world we and do. i think if we do it with gentleness and with truly yeah. god leading us it can be a powerful it can be impact to them yeah. and lead them to yeah. christ yeah. yeah. And that's what keeps us good, doing the things nobody sees but God. Yeah. Who so sees it. He does. Which is why I'm back in there all the time. With your, I've done with your butter. <laughs> my butter. Well, this was fun. Let us pray. Mm. Oh, Lord, I thank you that you can make me good mm. because of your righteousness, not my own. Father, thank you that as often as I need to, I can come, confess and be forgiven and made clean again. Mm. And how we praise you, Lord, for your goodness that never needs fixing like ours does. We honor you today, Lord. Help us to develop the fruit of goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, goodness, this was a tough fruit to explore, but it all boils down to staying close to the Lord and letting his goodness change us from the inside out. Do you have any thoughts on goodness? Did we miss something you'd wished we'd shared? Write us. We love to hear from our podcast listeners. You can find us at sweetsela.org slash podcast. 
You can donate at sweetzilla.org slash donate. When you donate, tell us you are a podcast partner, and we'll add you to our monthly newsletter list. It's a fun way to share stories with you about our own lives and the behind-the-scenes stuff that happens when trying to make these podcasts happen. We would be honored if you would take the time to write a review, too. In any case, come back next week for episode 104, Walking in Faithfulness. Until then, may you be filled with the goodness of God. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.